Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Mummy podcast and this is another Mum Live with Mummy My Hill episode and in this week's episode I'm going to talk about my two birth, births sorry, that I've had with my children um, because I've actually had two C-sections. So with Cece, the, my first child, um, she was breached, she was trouble from day one. Um, bless her, no, she's, she's lovely but it does not surprise me that she was breached. If you follow me on social media, um, then you'll know exactly what I mean. If you don't, it's Mummy My Hill on Instagram. So head over and say hey. Um, she often is on there featuring singing on my stories, having a tantrum, and just being the general diva that she is. Lover. Um, but yeah, it doesn't surprise me that she was breached. So for anyone that doesn't know, breach is where your baby's basically the wrong way round. Um, and I mean it's nothing really wrong in terms of they don't grow differently, they just they're just the wrong way around. Um, and she was breached from very early on. Oh, sorry, and I we used to go to my midwife appointments and they were like, oh, there's plenty of time for her to turn. Well, not her, I didn't know, but the baby's turn, don't worry. And I don't know why, but I had a feeling that this baby was not going to turn. I actually had um, where they the procedure where they try and turn your baby. Oh my goodness, I will just say this. If you ha- are pregnant um, or in the future you are and you have a breech baby, please do not try and have this done because honestly, it was horrendous it's one of the most painful things i've ever gone through and i have gone through pain and it was honestly awful and basically what they do and i get the logic behind it but they're trying to put pressure on your bump to turn your baby the other way um so obviously they can come out like the way they're meant to head first um and basically adrian came with me went in to do it and these two like big male doctors came in and i was like oh like are they they both doing it and they pushed so hard on my tummy um my tummy actually went purple like afterwards and they were like and adrian at the point was like he he said he almost got up and asked them to stop because i obviously was in so much pain and he was really worried about the baby because he was like oh my god like are they not harming the baby and they're they're really good they do assure you that like obviously no harm's going to come to the child because they wouldn't do it and i'm sure don't get me wrong i'm sure there's other people that have had this done and it's been fine and it's been great but this was honestly just horrendous it was so painful i had like a purple bruising on my tummy for weeks afterwards and it was just awful and surprise surprise she would not turn anyway and actually apparently if you do this and the baby turns apparently there's quite a high chance they plot back the other way anyway so I would have been fuming if I'd gone through all that. She had turned and then plopped back the other way. Um, But yeah, she wouldn't turn. And I was like, okay, great. So then I had to make the decision with Cece. Was I going to have like a a vaginal birth when with her being breech? Or was I going to have a C-section? And obviously she was my first. um, And, you know, I was a little bit worried. And (laughs) the way they worded it, I'm probably looking back and maybe overreacted. Well, not overreacted, but it worried me a bit too much. But they basically said to me, oh, um, something along the lines of, because um, Sheffield Hospital, the Jessup Wing, they are amazing. I have to say, they are incredible. But they said, "Oh, you know, um, we have we have experience with doing, you know, breach deliveries. Um, we were always looking for for you know for other opportunities for our students to to see breach birth and to, and to practice. So we'd love to do it. And I just felt like they worded it as though I was going to be like a bit of an experiment, even though I know I wasn't. And loads of people have it done all the time, but it just put me on edge. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> thought no I don't want to do that and I don't know why but I had a, I had a feeling that it just I just didn't want I just didn't want to do it I thought no it's not meant to be so we basically planned to have a plan C section um and you know that was that and actually it was quite nice knowing that 
your baby's going to come that like okay right we're going to go in on this day and I remember really clearly the day before obviously we packed all our stuff and there's still a chance I can go into you know labour before and if you do, you do that you just go straight for a c-section so I had like my hospital bags packed but um obviously my waters didn't go or anything into labour so the day before I had cc and actually I feel like it was a Thursday maybe it was a Thursday I can't remember to look um Adrian made me my favourite dinner um if you follow me you probably know this but it's a linguine pasta like a prawn tomato prawn pasta it was delicious and I remember I ate a massive bowl because you obviously can't um eat I think well I think I could have breakfast and then I couldn't have anything else because I was having her later on I obviously got to go so many hours without having food or water or anything and in the morning I think he made me like a poached egg or eggs royale or something something really extravagant uh maybe not eggs royale I can't remember anyway something something nice and I had that and then obviously off we went and we went in to have her and to be honest, it was really relaxed. Like if anybody is having a C-section, please don't worry because honestly, it was so chilled. The hospital were amazing. Um, I actually wasn't that nervous. I think in my head, I didn't really, not that I didn't understand, but I didn't really think about the fact that I was having like a major operation. I didn't really think about it, which probably was a good thing. Um, but we went in to, you know, get scrubbed up or whatever and um, I had like the big needle in my back and they were incredible. Like they taught me through it so well and they were so patient and they were really lovely and it was nice because Adrian was in there as well. And um, obviously then, you know, you get all numb and I was awake for CC. So um, I lay down and it's all a bit of a blur, but then they have the screen up and um, and it's really weird to kind of know that if you look the other side, you could see all your insides. But I thought, no, I don't really want to see that. Um, and then, you know, she was out super quick. Um, I think we heard her cry and I was then able to hold her and she was just like it was just beautiful and then afterwards um I was surprised at how much pain I was in so apologies if this does like worry anyone but I'm sure you know you you guessed it you you are in pain afterwards again I didn't really think about this um I just didn't even think but obviously they're cutting through like all of your stomach muscles sorry for anybody who finds this a bit gross but that obviously it does have a massive impact on pain and it does really hurt so basically when I was in in the on the ward with her when she'd like woken up and then um I, I did a whole episode on this before so I won't go into the whole breastfeeding thing but I was trying to breastfeed it was all a bit stressful and then they try and get you up and get you to go to the toilet quite quite early afterwards and I was like oh my god like and it's very weird having a catheter you know when obviously you, like you can't wee yourself um it's the weirdest thing having that in and being like oh I've got you know I don't really need to wee and obviously having it taken out and then having to go yourself and I couldn't believe when I stood up after having after um my c-section for the first time I was like oh my god my tummy it felt like I felt like I'd been stabbed which obviously I kind of had been hadn't I and it was really painful and I was a little bit shocked and I was like bloody hell like this is so painful um anyway basically then and obviously you're on paras you're on paracetamol on painkillers of some sort so you know the pain is is kind of dealt with but it is very uncomfortable and then I um I think we're in hospital for just for the one night looking back I probably should have stayed too but I was just super keen to get home and then kind of afterwards um in terms of the c-section afterwards 
it was things like I really you're not meant to lift your baby up straight away and um, obviously can't carry things like housework you can't do um you have to be very careful with your scar so you have like dissolvable stitches that are meant to dissolve but you obviously have to be careful not to get it wet initially and, and then obviously you know it's a bit sore and oh my goodness like if anyone's had a c-section you know the thought when you're like oh my god I need to go for a poo and I was thinking if I push my everything's gonna fall out of my scar like I was really panicky and I, I can't remember exactly but I remember the first time I went for a number two being like so relieved that I'd done it but I was so stressed and so worried again apologies we're gonna go into details in this podcast because you know it's mum life and I was just like oh my god um but once you go the first time you're then okay to go and it actually it was a lot worse in my head than than it was the reality um but yeah things like walking up the stairs was quite painful I found it really difficult and I was quite shocked at how hard I found the after recovery um, with a C-section with CC. And yeah, it was just, I'm a very busy bee. Like I like to be doing stuff all the time. So I had to learn to be still, to sit down, to rest, to not move. And it definitely was difficult. And at the time, actually, we were living like miles out of Sheffield and quite an isolated place I didn't we didn't really like the area I didn't really like living there and I couldn't obviously drive for six weeks and that was quite difficult because there's not really many places around there I would have wanted to walk to as well so and all my friends were obviously you know way further in Sheffield and it was very difficult and the recovery I was like oh so if anybody is going to have a c-section please be like be prepared for the after recovery because it is quite intense and you just you know you have to be mindful of that and maybe make plans to you know have people to come and help you and things like that and you know it is and little things that help me like having it I had a changing station downstairs we actually had a downstairs toilet at the time which was really helpful um because I really struggled to get up and down the stairs and you know all that jazz so obviously then when I had Sonny and he wasn't breached I was like yes he's not the baby's not breached um they said to me right you can either have another c-section because you already had one or you can have a natural birth and I was adamant I was like I am not having another c-section because in my head my biggest worry was I don't know how I'm gonna look after a toddler obviously CC and have that recovery and have a newborn because obviously toddlers are bloody mental aren't they and they've got no concept of like kicking you in the tummy or anything like that and I was just really worried and I was like I, I just can't do it um and also we have no family nearby so and obviously you know they're really lovely they'll come and stay and help us out but you know there's no one on hand 24 7 for to pop around and help me out and it really played on my mind and we'd moved um into uh, our house now and there's no downstairs toilet all these little things I was really stressed about um Adrian actually wanted a c-section he was like are you joking we're just gonna get booked in it's right easy and I was like right easy and I kept going it's a major abdominal surgery and he was like if you say that one more time um but it is it is mamas and yeah so he was really keen to have a c-section and I was like hell to the no so went for a natural birth um obviously you know and I had my own in my head what I wanted I wanted a water birth all this stuff and I really got into like you know listening to podcasts I'd watch one one every minute and I was actually really excited I know it sounds silly but I felt like I kind of cheated and this is a really silly way to feel and I know other mums who've had c-sections feel like this and we shouldn't but we do like I felt like I'd cheated my way to having a baby because I'd not gone through labour which I know it sounds ridiculous by the way going through a c-section is horrendous so it's just as worse I think to be honest um and I just I felt like I'd missed out when I wanted to experience labour and I also thought I'd be quite good I was like I'm quite hardcore like I, I'm quite you know I'm quite stubborn determined determined resilient I could handle labour like I could do it so I felt like I wanted to try it and um, much to Adrian's disappointment so 
that was the decision we were gonna have um an, a natural birth and so on sunny actually he didn't come so i had cc at 39 plus two i think she was sunny we got to 40 weeks and then we got to like um i think it was I was 10 days overdue, I think. I'd had two sweeps. And actually, do you know what? Looking back, had I had listened and kind of done the research I have since then, and not intentionally, I've just kind of picked things up on, you know, like due dates not being that relevant. Like how does someone know when your baby's due? Like they'll come when, when they're ready, right? And with animals, we don't have any of this intervention. Obviously, unless you, you know, you medically need to. But it made me think, actually, maybe if I'd changed my approach, it would have changed what happened. But um, basically he, I went for two sweeps and nothing. And I was like, oh my God. And then I started having contractions and I basically started having contractions and they were every five to three minutes, they would vary and they would go on for a minute. So it was quite intense. It was very painful. At that point I was like, oh my God, I should have gone for a C-section. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I was like, no, Ellie, you are too stubborn. Don't say this. Adrian was going, well, if we'd been walked in, we'd have had it by now. You'd be all right. And I was like, shut up. Um, and then I remember being over the banister in our house being like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Basically, these contractions went on for days. So I had Cece at home with me as well. Um, and when you are contracting every three to five minutes for a minute with a toddler around you, it's bloody hell. I was like, this is awful. Um, and this went on for 66 hours in total. So I phoned up, explained my contractions and they were like, oh, well, you know, have you, um, have your water's gone? I said, no. And they said, oh, I'd maybe wait till they're exactly three minutes. That was it. They weren't every three minutes like consistently they kept going up and down and she was like, oh you're probably not in active labor yet like just kind of um you know just keep at home try getting in the bath I got in the bath and then I looked and I had my eyes closed I remember I had like some music on and then all of a sudden I heard mommy and Adrian had sent Cece up to the bathroom and I was like are you mental like why would you do that so the bath didn't really relax me and actually a little fun fact that ruined baths for me for like a year after I honestly couldn't get in the bath I just remember being in that much pain um and then they got much quicker and they got to every three minutes and um we got did I get sent I think I got I went in at one point and I think I got sent back again I can't remember now yeah I got sent we went in at one point and that was it because I, I that was I felt I couldn't feel him move so obviously when you're contracting and you're still meant to monitor your baby's movements I'd forgot and I was like oh crap like I can't remember the last time I felt my baby move and I was then monitoring him and I, and I was like, Adrian, I can't feel him move. Like I've not felt him for, I was like, I've never not felt him all day. So then they said, oh, come in, we'll monitor you. So they monitored me and then they told me like, right, we're going to induce you. You're going to have this baby, baby tonight. And I was like, oh, great. Like amazing. And then they were like, no, you're gonna have to go home. And I was like, what? Um, and I, I can't remember the reason now, but anyway, they sent me back home and I was like, for God's sake, got back home, still having these contractions every three to five minutes. And then they did speed up again. That was it. So they sped up to three minutes. So then we went in and we had a friend on standby who came over to have CC Blesser, which was so helpful. Um, so we went into hospital and got in there and I was just remember being in so much pain. I was like, oh my God. And the problem was because I'd been in labour for six to six hours, I hadn't slept. So I was just exhausted. And I remember saying to Adrian, like, I, I have to have this baby. Like, I'm not leaving this hospital without a baby because I can't, I can't go on. I was like, I can't go on. Um, and then we got in like the, in the bath and things. And then they monitored me and then they slowed down. And I was like, oh my God. And the midwife was like, oh, like, I think I might have to send you home. And I was like, no, you are not sending me home. And she was like, I just 
just think it might speed labor up again if you're in your own environment and I was like I've got a toddler at home like that won't speed it up it'll just stress me out um and I said please I was like please don't send me home please I just feel like I need to have this baby and and she was like right okay I'll monitor you one more time so they put me on the thing and then um they listened to and they said, oh you're only that was it you're only two centimeters dilated so you know you're not really my waters hadn't gone and then they were a little bit worried about um baby's heartbeat and I was like okay and they said right we're gonna break your waters so they broke my waters um and then I my contractions got a little bit more intense I had gas and air which I actually didn't really like <laughs> I was like oh no it's not for me um and I remember I just remember Adrian being sat blessing on this chair like he made like a makeshift bed we had friends on and he was trying to make me laugh and I was just like oh my god this is awful and then um it went really quick all of a sudden they got someone to come in and have a look like a, a high maybe a more experienced doctor and um Adrian said my tummy just looked really weird he said it just looked like an alien was in there he was like it just didn't look right and then they were apparently said right like we need to we need to get this baby out like gonna have to have a, a, a oh yeah and before that I remember thinking I couldn't visualize myself giving birth to this child naturally like got to a point that which is weird because the whole pregnancy I really had I envisioned myself being in labor and having this baby and then so, at some point in that hospital when I was in the bath, I said to Adrian, Adrian, like, I don't think I'm going to have this baby naturally. Like, I, I, I just don't feel like it's going to come out. And he was like, don't say that. You've worked so hard. You've been late for so long. You can do it. I said, I said, I know I can do it. I said, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And I had this really strong gut feeling. And what I would say is in labour, follow your gut feelings because mine was right. And um, when I was being monitored, yeah, they were like, right, we need to get this baby out and took me down to the consultant led unit they were going to get me like in a gown and everything and and at that point adrian said like it just all went really quick apparently like my tummy looked even more weird and all of a sudden this doctor was like it's critical it's critical We've got to get the baby out and i remember just screaming and being like is my baby okay is my baby okay and and obviously they don't they don't like to say anything do they because they don't really know and they were like we just and they kept saying to me like we just need to get your baby out like we just need to get your baby out it's critical and i wish they'd not said that because it made me so like I was aware of how obviously critical it was and it made me really panic and I couldn't relax and it was really difficult and obviously I was still in contractions it was a nightmare and then they took me to the um to theatre they went to put you know the needle in my back to give me um I can't remember what it's called the injection where it numbed your back and obviously I was contracting so every three minutes I'd have a contraction and they were like you need to be still I can't get it in and the doctor like the um the surgeon got quite cross and was like if you don't sit still I can't do this now and the midwife was like don't shout at her she's having contractions every three minutes and she's been having it for hours and I was I was like yes I have 66 hours in total but I could I just couldn't I understood they needed to get the needle in my back but I could not stop like moving because I was in so much pain so in the end he was like she's gonna have to go to sleep and I was like oh my god no um and at that point obviously I went to sleep and I just remember as they were putting me to sleep feeling terrified maybe because I didn't know what was gonna happen maybe I was terrified for my baby I honestly don't know but I remember this feeling of like just pure fear and I was crying and the midwife was like it's okay like please don't get upset we will look we'll, we'll look after you and your baby and then Adrian obviously had to leave so he was really distressed he wasn't allowed in um and then um I was then put to sleep and obviously that was that and then I woke up and I don't remember this but apparently I woke up and I was like I said, so we got a baby and Adrian was like we've got a boy and I was like oh lovely and then went back to sleep and then woke up a bit later and Adrian said that um basically he'd gone into the room or they called him in and he couldn't hear any crying and he apparently stood, stood there he said it felt like 10 minutes it was probably like 30 seconds and he was like 
is the, is our baby okay like, is the baby okay and no one responded and adrian and he said that sunny was like blue and adrian was like oh my god like is you're right and then eventually like a cry came out and um he was okay i think he was just like in a little bit of shock basically and maybe not ready to come out um so then obviously i woke up and then i um yeah and i was like oh just so pleased he was okay but do you know what the recovery for my second one so obviously plan c section first one emergency the second one my recovery was so much better and I, that was my biggest fear wasn't it that i wasn't going to be able to look after my little girl and it was going to be really difficult and i was like oh my god and actually um and you know a little a little shout out to my capsules i take because the only difference for these two pregnancies was that i was on the capsule second time round, and they are particularly good for muscle repair and that's honestly the only thing i can put it down to my muscles repaired much more quickly the second time so things like walking around the stairs i could do it much more quickly i actually um six weeks after you obviously not many exercise for six weeks um six weeks after having sunny i actually did a park run and did a 5k run and felt amazing um and i remember loads of people on my social media because obviously I'm, I'm online quite a lot and people i blog my life and people were like oh you know please don't ever do it you need to be careful you're gonna hurt yourself and i was like i'm listening to my body like i'm having checks with the doctor like i feel amazing like i feel fine i'm not overdoing it and i just knew that I felt okay and and actually like my recovery was amazing and it made me feel much better about having a c-section again like I wouldn't feel as, as worried or as nervous um I would feel a lot more calmer about it um but looking back I thought I'd just end on this so obviously um you know I said it briefly before that I feel like now I've listened listened to other people and kind of done my own research and I actually think that I feel like maybe I'm my body I'm great at growing babies but I can't actually get them out like and do you know what I, I shout out to all the medical professionals because me and Adrian both said if, if we'd had these babies years ago like they might not be here which I know sounds awful but because we really really need the hospital to help us to get them out particularly you know Cece I mean I don't know maybe if I'd had a natural birth Cece maybe she'd have come out I don't know but I feel like maybe she wouldn't um but also another thing I kind of thought was but actually at the same time both my both times I haven't allowed myself the opportunity to really go with my body because obviously first time around I had a planned c-section anyway and second time with Sonny I had two sweets because he was overdue and now I look back I think oh my god like did I just go into like labor at that time because we'd kind of induced the birth obviously unnaturally almost forced it and he just wasn't ready to come out like maybe he just wasn't ready and that's why you know it took so long and then he got distressed because we were trying to force him out and actually if i just left let him come out when he was actually ready maybe i wouldn't have gone through all of that and maybe i wouldn't have had that so it's, it's one to think like if you are if you are you know pregnant or you're gonna have a baby soon like i think there needs to be more focus on really trusting your body and actually only intervening medically when when it's really needed and you know obviously going forward um any other babies i have i will have to have a c-section because i've had two already but i feel like mm, if i could do it again maybe i maybe i would have tried a natural birth first but definitely with sunny i would have just trusted my body way more because i think i was leading with a lot of fear rather than like trusting my gut and stuff um so yeah i've had two births two very different both ended in a c-section um i honestly think like you know however 
wherever you have your baby, your story is just as powerful and as important as anybody else. And if anyone is listening, any mums that have had C-sections, please never feel like you have, you know, cheated your way to having a baby or you've not done it properly because having a C-section is bloody hard and it's exhausting and it's tiring. And I just think a shout out to all of you mums that have had it. And also, you know, obviously I experienced just the labour, not not actually giving the birth, just the contractions. And it was horrendous. So I shout, I shout out to all of you as well. We are amazing. Our bodies are incredible. And however your baby came out of you, you've grown a baby, you've produced a baby and you deserve a bloody medal because you've, you've smashed it. So thank you so much for listening and listening and tuning in to Mum Life with Mummy My Hill and I'll see you later. Bye guys.